Hey friend, wake up, it's 3 a.m. Which means it's 8 a.m., it's 4 p.m., it's 2 a.m. It's midnight and it's every time, everywhere, like always. We can't talk about Wednesday, because it's Sunday. So instead, like the voice impression just now that we did terribly, we're going to talk about Rick and Morty since season 6 just ended. What a season that it was. Those of you that saw, awesome. This is going to be a heck of an episode. Those of you that didn't, I have to put this right at the beginning. It is a spoiler alert. We are going to mention stuff from the season finale last night because we got a little bit messed up. Nah, I don't think it was as strong as prior seasons. But, 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 we're going to just stop here for a minute before we really get started. Friend, did you watch the finale? If not, we can just hang up. We can talk about it another day. Oh, you watched it? Okay, now going forward, then you know we're going to have spoilers, and that's just Rick and Morty. <laughs> that was still not a good impression, so we're not going to... I drank Monster, brought to you by Sprunk. No, today is brought to you by Taco Bell. Bwong! Because we just had Taco Bell as well. But that doesn't matter. Because Rick and Morty has their whole Wendy's thing going on, so... Yeah. Alright, so we're gonna talk about each of the episodes, give each one a little bit of time. Altogether, I want to say that this season, it started out really strong. Uh, it's It had really good episodes, and then in the middle of the season, it was kind of on and off, back and forth. I was like, really impressed with an episode, and then really not impressed with an episode... I thought we were going to end up having like a repeat of season four, where the back half was just terrible, dragon episode, I'm looking at you. But surprisingly, we we got, we got, we actually did get the Vat of Acid back, but we had Vat of Acid episodes, we had Story Train episodes, we had not really Morty's Mind Blowers, but we had continuity, we had all of the classic Rick and... We had some classic Rick and Morty stuff and some new good stuff. So, let's get into it. First and foremost, start with the overarching theme of the whole season, at least from what I could get from it. You know, Rick is on a personal discovery journey throughout the season, which you guys may remember. He's trying to be a better grandfather to Morty. He's trying to come to terms with his past. And this all comes at... Because the end of last season, how the whole loss of the Citadel and... All the stuff about being abandoned by the space moms and regular mom and all that. You know, Rick has been lost for a while. We already know this. But he's been trying to make a comeback. So, first episode, we had... We saw Evil Rick. Which, Evil Rick, who is he? He's Morty, our Morty, C-137. He's the original grandfather. Allegedly, also, as we find out at the end of the season, he's <laughs> probably the strongest Rick. He's the real Rickest Rick. But only in brain power alone. He doesn't have the character development. He is just an unhinged evil genius at this point. And you kind of see that in that first episode like we were talking about. Well, the other stuff that we saw in, in the first episode, we got to see, go back to Cronenberg world. We saw Jerry become an ultra bad uh, I don't even know if we can use that word on here, but Jerry became a bad boy. And says to Morty, am I cool enough now? Like, he was offended. His whole family is dead at this point. You know, original Morty from the whole Cronenberg thing in the first season abandoned him. And, you know, eventually 
Summer and, and Beth die, and he's just alone by himself now, toughing it out. Tries to rob Morty, and then he says his stuff is lame and just takes off. It was... It was it was an episode. Also, we found out that they did at one point grab the wrong Jerry when that whole Jerry Barry mix up. So C one thirty seven Morty is actually on his third dad at this point, or some craziness. Like <laughs> this family's really being disposable to both Rick and Morty now. So after that episode, I was like, this is going to be a strong season. This is going to be something powerful, and then. From the trailers, the second episode looked like it was going to be awesome as well. The whole Summer doesn't die hard. But the whole thing was just Summer saying, die hard this, die hard that. And even the aliens kind of called it out at her. Like, you can't just say, dude, die hard. That's not how die hard works. So, yeah, that's not how die hard works, Summer. And then you have Morty stuck in the in the Roy machine or whatever. And all the individual Mortys living their own lives out. <clears throat> They're like, well... Uh, one little tiny piece of you died, and blah, 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 and <clears throat> shoot. And I think even Cinema Sins was like, well, how much of him died already just from natural causes, and how much is important, and it was a bit of a mess. Like, I guess it was a good concept, but that was the first point when I was kind of just like, hmm, I don't know now. Now the season's starting to go back. Then the third episode, <clears throat> which got a lot of notoriety for continuing on the fetish that the the writers have with the whole incest thing for example you see this as early as season one with the whole thing about going into mr morty's math teacher i don't goldenfold mr goldenfold's dreams about summer and then summer saying to rick and morty let's make it interdimensional intergenerational sandwich anyways it's been present throughout the show on and off again. They tried did this again by having mom and space mom hook up, and that was pretty funny. And honestly, altogether, it was a good episode, but they leaned too hard into that whole thing. And it's like, is this even a joke anymore to the writers? Are they? Ju- it's like a joke that only they get, so they should figure out it's not funny and blah blah blah. Now I'm just honestly stealing from other people's reviews of the same thing, but I I kind of understand that now. So that episode, it was a good episode but still left me cautious, you know? Now, the next one was another one of these drop-off ones, Night People, and again, it starts out with a great concept, you know? You program your night self to do whatever when that you don't want to do while you're asleep. So, like, getting ripped, learning talents. I love how, I think, I don't remember exactly, but I think Morty describes his abs as cum gutters, which is a callback to the whole story train thing. Which comes up again later, and I'll come right back to that. But he gets jacked, Rick gets jacked, they pull a shadow and start a podcast. Uh, The night people get mad and try to take over everything, and it's really horror-inducing and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, how does the the actual body get sleep if they're up 24-7? They didn't really, as usual with Rick and Morty, they either completely over-explain a concept or don't explain it nearly enough, and this fall, fell into that category. And I was like, what? Okay, I, I don't know. And then the undoing of those people was when they realized they didn't know how to manage money. But again, if they can learn anything like they'd been doing, you would think money management wouldn't be a problem since they have access to the brains of the people. The, whatever. That was actually a, a good episode. Like I liked it, but it was a tad confusing. I think that threw some people off. 
Now, again, with the incest things, and honestly, I'm just going to gloss over this episode because screw this episode, but the whole one with, with uh, oh, the fortune cookies, and Jerry has to fuck his mom, and, uh, and that was the first time I actually used a curse word in the podcast, and I'm calling it a podcast today because this episode, I guess, is going to have to be marked as not clean since I'm not going back and editing that out. But yeah, Jerry has to do you do his mom and, and friggin' the whole with the fortune cookies and finding out that fortune cookies actually come true and you can write your own future into the fortune cookies and blah 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 and it it was funny because they had a whole again explanation for like where the fortunes come from and the whole factory and they basically had what I thought was Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> Wanting to become a successful business. Did they call her Gwyneth Paltrow? I don't remember. But basically it's Gwyneth Paltrow. And she wants to become a famous businesswoman. And Rick basically makes that happen. And ruins her. And all, and just undoes that. He's just unbothered by how the fortune cookies work. It was... it was See, it was a novelty thing. And, and most of that episode was funny. And they did a whole... A whole anime joke too with uh this was Sailor Moon and and getting dressed up and putting costumes on and like, hey look, we're gonna use our knockoff Sailor Moon sequence, blah blah blah. And it was really funny. Except again the episode is rooted in incest. I mean it's not like the forward point of the episode, it's the running gag, I guess. So it doesn't really play into the episode until the end and Yeah. But it was a good episode nonetheless. So I liked that one. So that was what I considered, you know, again, now we're back to a strong one. And so that one, The Night People and the Dino, all three of those together were not the strongest episodes, but they were all strong. And so that is good because, you know, Die Hard and the twin thing didn't really work that well. So the dinos, this might have been, well, right before the going into the hiatus that they did, the surprise hiatus that pissed everyone off. This was one of the strongest episodes I, I don't know. A lot of this was divided opinion, but this was one of my favorite episodes. The whole thing with oh, these super smart dinos, but then they can't realize they're getting followed by a sentient rock that keeps wiping them out. And they also seem to think that they and they come with the dumbest explanations too, like the the societies that evolve on these planets that get destroyed by meteors, like Earth with the dinosaurs. Like, oh yeah, these dinosaurs used to skate. Like, no, they didn't what what who came up with that crap? Whatever. That was funny. Uh, and then the whole thing about world peace and basically creating a perfect communist society. And, of course, it doesn't work because nobody's working and everybody just gets bored when all their needs are met. So, and then Jerry with his book. And it, it, that episode was genuinely funny. And it didn't overdo the, the sci-fi concept. And it gave Rick, actually, somebody to fight. And I think this is... You know, I forgot to point out that throughout all these episodes, he didn't have his portal gun because of the whole thing with Evil Morty and the Citadel at the end of last season. This is the episode that they gave him a working portal gun, and then out of spite, he went and fixed his own portal gun because screw them. And <laughs> that kind of closed an arc of his there, but again, he's still doing the self-improvement thing. So the portal gun comes out of it, and everything in that episode felt genuinely refreshing to deal with, and it was really nice. Then we have this whole we have this whole pausing moment for two months, and the only thing I got to watch was Spy Family, no new Rick and Morty. It's okay, because Spy Family's still going strong. Yeah! Anya, Peanuts, Waku Wak. So, uh, 
Then, when we come back, just like when we came back from hiatus in Season 4 with Story Lord and the Story Train, we got Story Lord again. And with Jesus, we got Evil Jesus, kind of, not really. And it was, this was, this episode got me messed up. It was so meta that it made Story Train look like a Season 1 episode. It, it took Story Lord and the Cum Gutters joke, and it even mentioned the Story Train episode. But it was, it was so meta that they went into the fourth wall, walked through the fourth wall in the show, and they had all these characters, like these zany superheroes with names related to different plot devices. And I, I forgot the names of all them, but they all control different parts of stories, and they're dispatched with really quickly, basically. And it was a thinking episode, and just... The, the references inside the show itself, as well as storytelling as a whole, fantastically done. I wish I actually wrote down some notes to talk about that more, because I'm just going off the top of my head here, and I don't remember like the names of these characters and, and how they had to deal with that, and Story Lord wanting to take over and have all the inspiration, which he got and then did nothing with, basically. But that episode was so genius. I absolutely loved it. Then after that, they had Piss Man, and that was kind of stupid. It was it was like this this guy, all Nick Rick has all these stupid nemeses that come after him, and they're just like the dumbest, like most knockoff. Is like, oh, I'm Chocolate Chip Cookie Man. I'm uh, or Cookie Magneto. I'm like the cookie version of Magneto. Or I'm uh, and then we got Mister Nimbus back, and he's cool. And we got this little this little midget fairy or something. I, I don't know. A lot of different cool things. That would, but so Piss Man is just literally what he sounds like, and Rick actually takes on his mantra to because he he ends up uh, trigger warning here, I guess, or whatever. But he kills himself because of Rick, and so Rick takes on his mantle, and he's pissed off that Jerry got popular for punching him because the guy made a comment about summer. Jerry becomes famous, gets some magic powers, and Rick's all just like, "Ooh, whatever." Helps him use them, gives him an Iron Man suit. Uh, Jerry's becoming famous. Rick's like, you know what? Maybe I did the wrong thing. Becomes Piss Man. Does good things as well to redeem his image that Jerry kind of ruined. He becomes good. Jerry can't go over his jealousy. So then they start to like Piss Man and not Jerry. And eventually they find out it's Rick, who they already hate. And they just take the orbs away from both of them. And no change to the status quo, which we've all pointed out before. That's what Rick and Morty loves to do. Still a good episode, but... I don't know. I just didn't like the characters. I guess just it, it was our, but it was our seasonal Jerry episode, so it's okay. Now this one last week, uh, uh, with the Knights of the Sun or whatever, this was literally the Vat of Acid episode, but without being the Vat of Acid episode. Now those of you that know me already know that Vat of Acid is my favorite Rick and Morty episode, and it is just it's absolutely killer. And for those of you that don't remember, Morty gets. Uh, an undo button, if you will, so that every time he screws up, he can jump backwards. At least that's how, how he thought it was. And so Rick comes in with a big reveal, like, no, you were just jumping universes, killing the Morty that was there and replacing him. Everything you did, you did, and the consequences still exist. And everybody hunts. And then the the sad part was he had this whole, like, six-month or whatever relationship with this girl, and Jeff and Jerry accidentally resets it. And he goes up to meet the girl again and tries to talk to her. And it was just, but he jumps right into it. 
and this girl doesn't know him. She just slaps him and just goes on with her day. And, oh, it is, it's, it's heart-wrenching. It's terrible. But then he, he goes to Rick and finds out what the jig really was. And everybody then comes knocking on the door for him to pay for his crimes, basically. And Rick makes him jump into a vat of fake acid. Because at the beginning of the episode, Morty's like, that's such a stupid idea. Like, who would fall for this? How would this work at all? And it's his only way out. And it's like... And it, it just, honestly, it's the most evil we've seen this Rick be. It's like, to prove to Morty that his idea wasn't stupid, he basically tricked Morty, had Morty do unspeakable horrors in different dimensions, and then use his idea and tell him that his idea was a good idea just because he was upset that Morty didn't like his idea. And Morty, to redeem himself, has to use said idea. It was a roller coaster of an episode. Now, I went on for way too long about that episode. This episode, I mentioned it's the same because it is, you know, that's how they redeem everything is they jump into a vat of fake acid at the end of the episode. The episode is just, eh. Morty becomes a knight in the sun. He destroys their whole philosophy, starts an intergalactic war. They make a joke at Jerry. It's like, how did you not know there was life on other planets, Rick? I'm like, well, because I can travel um, the universe. Why would I stay in this galaxy? Or why would I stay? They went to Pluto. Why would I stay on Pluto? That's some Jerry League shit, which is funny because of that episode where Jerry was a king of Pluto or whatever. Like, Pluto's a planet. <laughs> Anyways, all of that aside, Morty gets his sword. He doesn't want to chop his ding ding off, so he ruins their whole philosophy. He starts a war, has to solve the war by becoming the king, so he does a... He wants to fake cut his dick off, and then he doesn't, and then he jumps into a vat of acid, and the problem's solved. He gets immortalized as a king, and that's pretty much it. And it's kind of a throwaway episode, I guess. But then we come in just now to this season finale, which is, it's so dumb. We find out at the end of it that Rick made a robot of himself, which is the one that was being nice to Morty in the whole Knights episode last week. But he gets Morty a lightsaber for Christmas, which Morty promptly drops through the floor and is going to destroy the Earth. They retrieve it with the president. The president always shows up in season finales, and it's, he's so annoying. They retrieve the lightsaber. He steals it, does the same thing as Morty, leaves Earth. Morty has to try and fix everything and family bonding. The one really, really good thing about this episode, and I'm going to start wrapping up here because this is a really long episode today, but... This was, the the wrap-up was what I really liked about this. They did a whole season one thing. He's like, Morty, you wanted to be in my shit, so now I dragged you into it, and it's going to be the most depressing, unhinged shit you've ever seen, blah, blah, blah. Call back to the end of season one, where it's like, or the, shoot, now I'm losing my own memory. I don't know if I remember. I think it was, wasn't this the end of the first episode? It's either the end of the first episode or the first season, but it's like, 100 episodes of Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty Forever, RickandMorty.com, blah, blah, blah. The whole spiel he goes on. And then he does it in, like, season three or four. He does the exact same thing. And it's like, we continue more episodes of Rick and Morty, and blah, blah, blah. He does it again here. His eyes get wide and face the opposite directions from each other, like a platypus, and dragging Morty into his stuff while having a monologue, and... <laughs> It really opens up like, hmm, what's going to happen next season now that they're actually, you know, telling this continuous story thing? Or they could just reset the status quo again and we'll never know. Really, really strong season. Uh, and, and can't wait to see the next one. 
and then, you know, at least it's still on Adult Swim, because, you know, we can't wait for the day that Rick and Morty ends on Adult Swim, and then Netflix decides a couple years after that we're going to reboot it, you know, then they can ruin Rick and Morty like they did to Death Note twice. Freaking Netflix must hate Death Note coming in and destroying the show not once, but now planning to do it a second time. You know, to quote another really classic movie that Netflix is probably going to ruin one of these days, my poor boy, they massacred him. <laughs> oh, man. If you ever watch Death... I went... When I started watching Death Note, my friend was like, don't watch the Netflix one, because I almost watched that one, and I'm glad I didn't, because I read about it, and ooh, Netflix, please, don't ever touch Rick and Morty. Just... Don't ever do it. Now, with all that being said, I rambled on and on about Rick and Morty today. Um, I know you guys all watched the show as well, or we wouldn't be talking about it. And I really want to know what you guys thought about the show, about the season as a whole, the last, an episode in specific. Uh, I just want to know what you think's coming next, maybe. Uh, just anything about Rick and Morty. This is Rick and Morty Day, since we're not going to have any episodes for probably another year, maybe a year and a half, knowing the creators. Let me know what's on your mind about Rick and Morty, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.